Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back. I am so excited about all of your guys' feedbacks, comments, sharing your charts with me. That really worked out amazingly. And gosh, the best conversations have come from it. I'm truly enjoying everybody talking and sharing and just enjoying this series as I'm diving into it. So a lot of questions this week through conversations were about the signs because when you're surface level interested, you just understand your rising sign, where that falls in like the birthday and what your horoscope says. Nobody really dives into each individual zodiac sign. So today I want to go over all of the zodiac signs. Next week, I'm going to go over what detail about the fixed cardinal immutable signs mean and that way it all kind of just collaborates and makes sense. I also want to at least put out there this is something that got brought up this week. I also do tarot readings so if that is something you're interested in please reach out let me know let's get an appointment together and I know that the end of the year through holidays big beginnings endings, things of that nature, everybody really kind of seeks out what's to be expected. So if that's something you're interested in, you would really like a personal tarot reading, please reach out to me, let me know, we will get something scheduled for you. Okay, now diving into the zodiac signs. So obviously there's 12 zodiac signs, that's something that you can kind of already know, or maybe it was something that you're aware of and you kind of know some of the names of them. It always begins with Aries. Aries is the beginning because it's spring. Spring brings life, brings flowers, new beginnings. So it's always gonna be Aries that it starts with and it will always end with Pisces. That's if we're just looking at the zodiac chart in general. And that'll also make sense for next week when I dive into the cardinal, mutable, and fixed signs and how that correlates with each one. If I was to do that in this one episode, guys, you would probably be sitting for like an hour, which some actually do. And you guys break up the podcast sections and like listen to half the segment one day, half the segment the next day. I personally am not going to do that. I like to keep my podcast relatively 20 to 30 minutes long. Sometimes they go to 40. I don't mean them to be that long. I really like that 20 to 30 minute time period. So that's why I'm breaking this into two part series. So like I was saying, Aries always starts the year and Pisces ends the year. Even though technical calendar years is January to December. It's very different for zodiac signs and the meanings. So as we dive in, Aries is first up. That's going to be from March 21st to April 19th. I can't remember which year it was that they tried to change the dates or say, oh, we screwed up. This is the real date. I don't know when all of that went down. 
However, Aries is from March 21st to April 19th. Aries is technically related to the ram sign. It is a fire sign. Next week, we will go into why it is a cardinal sign. And the biggest thing with Aries is it's a very masculine nature. It I personally am an Aries rising. So it's funny because some of these traits I'm very much aligned with and other traits I'm like, mad really doesn't fit me. However, Aries is a very enthusiastic, we have a little bit of a childish sense, a bit of a selfish sense, impulsive, for sure, super impulsive. Oh my gosh, I can speak personally on this. I am so impulsive. It's something I always work on. I have to always ask myself, is this impulsive or is this something I really am doing? Uh, we are hot-headed. I can tell you so many stories of back in the day of I see red. And even being pregnant, my hormones don't cry. I see red. So if somebody hormonally catches me on a bad day, I see red. Like I don't play nice. I'm very mean. I spiteful. I'm super spiteful. Like I will find the weakest part of your insecurity and I will stab at you. And that's the Aries in me. And I am very aware of it. So I try really hard not to do that because that's not fair. I always think if I don't want it done to me, why would I do it to somebody else? So I try really hard to watch my hormones with that. We do have like a very quick, intense thinking, like we're very on top of the ball, uh, make quick judgment calls, quick to action. We initiate a lot of things, but we also headbutt our way through it. Like if we find a roadblock, we don't care. We go straight, we bulldoze it. We just go straight through it. That can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing, <laughs> but that is an Aries for you. They are hard headed rams and that is exactly what it is we have a lot of leadership qualities uh we're for sure the fire sign touch us and you might get burned it's just how it happens but that is the aries each time is different just depending on obviously what we talked about in prior episodes where everything falls so as i go through these zodiac signs you definitely are going to notice that depending on what our solar system is doing will absolutely influence each zodiac sign's personality. That's not a bad thing. It's, it's just how the universe and the solar system works. Next up is going to be our Taurus, which is from April 20th. So immediately after Aries ends, Taurus picks it up April 20th to May 20th. Taurus is a fixed sign. It is also going to be a very feminine Earth sign. It's also ruled by Venus, and I don't think I mentioned Aries is ruled by Mars. That is typically in the first house where Venus is in your second house. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because if you guys pulled your charts and through conversations I've had with people throughout the week, it kind of started making a little bit more sense when I said the houses. So that's why I'm also doing that second house, obviously money and value. Taurus being an earth sign, but it's also a feminine energy. It's very elegant, subdued. It's planetary ruler being Venus is all about like the love too. So that has a very great taste for pleasurable pastimes. You know the phrase stubborn as a bull? Well, Taurus is a bull. So besides the fact that Taurus can be stubborn, it's also a very beautiful, elegant, 
natural way that it presents itself. But it can also weather any storm through thick and thin. Like Taurus is untouchable. The amount of stamina they have is intense, which is crazy because my son is in Taurus. So, you know, I got my stubborn ram and then I got a stubborn bull. So to say I'm stubborn, guys, yes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Even my partner will tell you I am so stubborn. And sometimes he literally rolls his eyes at me because I am so stubborn. So yes, 100%. But when I literally have a rising of a ram and a son of a bull, (laughs) I am definitely a stubborn, stubborn woman. (laughs) Going forward, Gemini. Gemini also picks up right when Taurus leaves off, May 21st to June 20th. Gemini is a mutable sign. Again, I'm telling you what each one is so that way next week when I go into it, you're already introduced to these terms fixed, cardinal, and mutable. So Gemini is mutable. It is a masculine air sign. And maybe I might do a separate section on feminine and masculine energy. But when I mention feminine and masculine energy, it really just means how they are portrayed and how they take on certain situations. Sometimes feminine energy is very soft, loving, powerful, masculine, strong, independent, powerful. Masculine and feminine energy is always powerful. It doesn't matter what it is. It's always going to have a power behind it. It's just how it's being displayed. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is technically in our third house of local community, like I talked about last week. However, Gemini, their sign are like the double face. So where some people express it as they can be two-faced, it is true, just not in the way society has made two-faced out to be. Gemini isn't like two-faced in that manner. However, it's like fickle and flighty. But it also is very witty and Geminis can have like this very mutable like nature area where it's restless. It is directly expressed thanks to its masculine nature energy. It often comes out as like a a hand gesture or an overbooked schedule. It typically Gemini is typically concerned with learning as much as possible from its peers. They're intelligent. They're expressed as like the twins, hence that two-faced where people say, oh, Geminis are two-faced. It's not the fact that like how society makes them out to be two-faced. That's not it. It's just that they see the double perspectives. They have um, a mind consideration on all areas and aspects. So that's a huge thing with Geminis. Next up is our Cancers. Cancers take off right where Geminis leave off, June 21st to July 22nd. Cancer, like an Aries, is a cardinal sign. They are feminine water, and they're ruled by the moon, which is associated with the fourth house of home and family. One thing I want to speak on with cardinals is they are a crab. And like most people know with the crabs, you have a hard shell and you have a soft inside. I know a lot of Cancers. They are hard-shelled individuals. That means they don't take anybody's baloney. They don't take any type of garbage coming at them. However, if you 
puncture them, if you poke them too hard and you hit that soft spot, they're going to come at you with their sharp claws and they're going to pinch you to death. So cancers aren't really somebody I would mess with just because I do know that about my cancer people. They're very driven by like their intuition. Gosh, that is so true with so many individuals I know. My um, sister has one of her signs, uh, I want to say moon or sun and cancer. And oh my gosh, her intuition, her gut reaction is so in tune that sometimes I call her and say, hey, I met this person. This is what was presented in the situation. What's your gut telling? Sometimes because she's not there, she will say, I don't know. Let me know when you're meeting up with them next time. I'll come and tell you. She can read somebody very, very well. She is very good at like meeting somebody and instinctively knowing their intentions. It's so intense. I love her for that. Because they are a feminine energy, they are also very loving too. And that can be not on the surface level of what people see right away. It's something that once you get to know your cancer fellow person, you're going to see their feminine energy of loving, nurturing, absolutely in that aspect. Cancers also are great leaders, just like Aries. Even though they're a water sign and not a fire sign, they're amazing leaders because of their intuition. They dip and dodge their responsibilities as well. So like they can kind of like skirt their way out of situations. It's just their personality traits, just like how Aries is a hot headed nature. Cancers can kind of avoid certain situations, (laughs) but by being ruled by the moon, they have this psychic receptivity that is so incredible. Like They are so intuitive. I can't stress that enough. They are very much aligning with their third eye and their gut intuition. But because of their feminine energy, they're very motherly, nurturing, compassion. Do not get on their bad side because they will show their, I'm going to call it moodiness, but it's just really their passion. They're very passionate. Next up is our Leos, which take off from Cancer's July 23rd. August 22nd. Leo is a fixed. It's masculine fire. It's ruled by the sun, which is associated with the fifth house of joy, pleasure, sex, dating, that type of initiation. The Leo is associated with the sign lion. So you can kind of already know they're going to be bold, audacious, but they also have like a warmth about them. They also are very much like a protector. They're going to be enthusiastically engaged. They are stubborn, you know, kind of think of like the lion. They absolutely are stubborn. They're very loud with their roar. They have a voice, an opinion. They have, they want to be heard. You do not put off a Leo because they will step up and they will say something. They have joy, but they can have some dramatic flair to them. They are the king or queen of the zodiac sign. So that is a huge thing with Leos. Being the fire sign, they definitely stand out. And if you know any Leos, they are very much 
loving get on their bad side and they'll bite just like a lion. They will love and protect you just like a lion. You get and cross them, they're going to go ahead and take you down. They're going to be the ruler. Next up is our Virgos from August 23rd to September 22nd. Virgo is a mutable sign. They're feminine earth. They're ruled by Mercury, which is even more intense because as we talked about in the prior weeks with retrogrades, Virgo is ruled by Mercury and we had a Mercury retrograde in Virgo and last night we had a new moon in Virgo. Oh man, our Virgos, y'all just taking it this year. God bless you guys. It is associated with the six healths of work and health and daily routine, which the new moon last night, that's a huge thing with daily routine and setting your intentions of what you want your daily routine to be. So hopefully you all set your huge intentions out for that. Much like clay, the earth mutability of Virgo is constantly adaptable. And that's what I do really like about my Virgo fellows is that adaptability. They're in a situation and they just adapt. They just mold into the situation. It's so incredible to watch it happen. It's so awesome. The attention to detail, the perfectionism mindset, that has to be something so true about all the Virgos I know. They're very attentive to their detail. Not a bad thing. However, some of the times it can be a bad thing because if you're trying to make something so perfect all the time and that's just not something that happens, you got to let it go, guys. My fellow Virgos out there, just let it go. Don't let it be perfect. Just let it happen. <laughs> Virgos tend to strive for the best outcome at all times. That I do know they really like to make things happen for others. So if you're a Virgo out there, God bless you guys for always making sure that your fellow people are having the best outcome. They are perfectionists. That is every flaw. Like I just stated, I can't emphasize that enough. If you guys are perfectionists, know that nothing's perfect. Let it go. However, the really nice thing about them is that they have this, even though they're an earth sign and they have that nurturing feminine ability to them, they're also like a volcanic nature that becomes very electric. So just like any sign has their good and bad side, that's something with Virgos. They can be very loving. They can be have your back. They can make everything amazing for you. However, you erupt them like a volcano and their electric charge of fire, though they're an earth sign, will come crashing down on top of you. No joke. Libras picking up where Virgos left off from September 23rd to October 22nd. Libra is a cardinal sign, masculine air and ruled by Venus, which is associated by the seventh house of commitment and partnership and marriage. They're kind of like a balance beam look, so to say. I love this because my grandfather was a Libra and most people who know me know that my grandfather and I were besties. And I really, really mean that. Like he was my best friend. We shared all of the gossip with one another and we laughed about it at the same time too. So I love my grandfather, but this is just so true because Cardinals are technically a higher leadership on the Zodiac sign than the fixed and mutable signs. And I'll get into that next week of why that happens. However, they have the ability to weigh all pros and cons. 
I do have to say that was one amazing trait I loved about my grandfather was that if I came to him with a situation, he was able to show me the good and bads of each one. And sometimes I didn't listen to him. He knew I didn't listen to him, but he still gave me the the pros and cons of all of it. Because they are a masculine drive and an air quality, they tend to try and take over. They tend to try and take charge. This can be a good and a bad thing because it's not like they're sharing space. They're just straight bulldozing like a leader and telling you this is, it's my way or the highway. And that was one thing that Pops and I always butted heads about because I'm like, no, I'm a cardinal sign too. It's my way or the highway. And we were both very stubborn individuals. The apple didn't fall far from the tree, guys. Trust me on that one. However, because they do have great leadership capabilities, they're very heavily depended on and they have great social cues. So again, where it's good, it's also bad. It just depends on what side of them you get on and if you cross it or if you don't cross it. And they do have um, a codependent or indecisive type of personality at times, which I can definitely say my grandfather called me so many times if I didn't go and see him at a certain time on a certain day because I got busy, he'd be calling me, Rebecca, I haven't seen you in a while. Well, yeah, I know. I know you haven't seen me in a while. I'm coming, pops. I promise. So that is definitely something my Libra grandfather was always about is coming and seeing him. They also ensure that every decision is reciprocal. I do want to say that is something that he was very good on is it was his way or the highway, but he made sure to express it to someone almost like he needed the validation that it was his way or the highway. They do keep it 50-50 and they try to really keep those scales balanced like their picture intends. Sometimes it works out like that. Sometimes it doesn't. That's where it's the good and bad of each sign, the Libra, even though they try to make it very equal where, you know, I give a little, you give a little. Sometimes it doesn't always go that way, but they try their hardest. Scorpio up next from October 23rd to November 21st. They are a fixed sign. They're effeminate water. They're ruled by both Mars and Pluto. Please let's not get this twisted. Just because they have effeminate water energy does not mean that they are not scary. My Scorpios out there, y'all scary. I literally am engaged to a Scorpio and everybody tells me he looks so scary. He's not. He's really a loving, compassionate person, but he is co-ruled by Mars and Pluto. So he has that side of him where it's like, you don't mess with him. You just don't mess with him. And I bet even my Scorpio women out there can attest the same thing. You don't mess with y'all. And their sign is a like a scorpion, Scorpio, scorpion. Don't mess with a scorpion because they got that tail and it's going to come around and hook you. And if they sting you, they don't care. Especially a baby scorpion, they're going to sting you to death. It is associated with the eight house of joint resources of like intimacy and transformation. I really like the Scorpio sign, probably why my partner and I are as good as we are because I respect him so much. The fact that he has Mars and Pluto, it's such an intense sign between intimacy and transformation. Because he's a fixed water persona, it kind of is like this unmoving emotional depth. And that, gosh, it can't be any more truer 
of how he displays every single thing. He is one that sits back, observes the room, sees who's who, what's what, and how everything is going down, and then he makes a strategy of how he's going to execute whatever he does. So intense. They are fearlessly exploring everything. That is so true. I can't explain how much this man goes into every adventure, which is why him and I do great together. I'm an adventurous soul. He's an adventurous soul. We love to just go and explore. They have a fierceness about them that is just undeniable. The intensity can be so good and bad, just like every zodiac sign. It can be a good thing if you're on the right side. It can be a really bad thing if you're on the bad side. And because of that, the multiple phases of transformation that happen, again, good and bad. If they are going through something and you're on the wrong side of that transformation, you're going to feel it. If you're on the right side of that transformation, nothing impacts you and you're just sharing space with that Scorpio. So beginning with the Scorpio and ending with the Phoenix, look, they also have this redirection, uh, like a spark of transformation. Like that's a huge, huge thing. And it can be in any aspect of their lives. Just think about how Mars and Pluto kind of rule together. So that's a huge big thing in how the 8th house is associated. Sagittarius is up next, November 22nd to December 21st. Sagittarius is mutable. It's a masculine fire. It's ruled by Jupiter. And it's associated by the ninth house of exploring, um, the long-distance travel, law, spirituality, things of that nature. Sagittarius has a wildfire nature because it is a fire sign. It has a mutable fierceness to them. They are fierce. I can't even express that enough. I know quite a few Sagittarius. They are very fierce. They're expressive. Um, they can be jolly. Like they can have this very enjoyable personality, the life of the party, bigger than life type of mentality. But because their planetary ruler is Jupiter, often gifts a sign with like excessiveness and um, it can come off a little too big headed, but because they're ruled by Jupiter, their luck never runs out type of situation that can be frustrating to other signs who may be going through it. And then they look at a Sagittarius and they're like, how did they get so lucky? Well, they're ruled by Jupiter. Just let it happen. It's like, it just is what it is. However, they do have their other side to them, just like I talk about in every zodiac, the goods and the bads. They're very opinionated and they can express themselves very abrasive because they do have the need to tend to shine and they're in the ninth house of like travel and stuff of that nature. They can be mischief. Um, they can really be like a debating partner, like their way or the highway type of situation, or they're not going to stop arguing with you until they prove their point. It can be good and it can be bad, just like every sign. Next up is our Capricorns from December 22nd to January 19th. Capricorn is a cardinal, feminine earth sign. They're ruled by Saturn, associated with the 10th house of career, reputation, and goals. They really focus on building an empire. And that is something so true. My dad's a Capricorn. 
He's an entrepreneur. That is something he constantly strives all the time is building up his business, always being there for business opportunities. They play the long game to ensure incredible success. That's absolutely 100% true. Because they're ruled by Saturn, sometimes tasks have karmic duties. And I will say, God bless my father, but he absolutely gets himself into situations that I'm just looking at him. I'm like, how did this happen? Like, how, how are you doing this? But it's just how the planets rule of Saturn and Capricorn, you know, it's, it's just the lessons and how it falls into place. God bless him. Because they are a goat, they're kind of like that billy goat, like a ram. They're very like power through. They're going to bulldoze things. They don't stop um, climbing the mountainside. They are very tenaciously persevering every situation. So again, like that's a good and it can be a bad. If they don't know when to call it quits, that's when that karmic duty or time or lesson or authority comes back to them because they don't know how to stop when they're supposed to stop because they just keep going like a billy goat climbing a mountain. They just keep going. Capricorns out there, y'all, I love you. Just please read your signs. If something's telling you to stop, don't go visit that karmic lesson. Just stop, hon. Just stop. Next up is our Aquarius, which believe it or not, I have a lot of Aquarius friends. I don't know why, but I gravitate towards my Aquarius loves. So that's from January 20th to February 18th. They are a fixed sign. They are masculine air, and they're ruled by two planets as well, Saturn and Uranus. And they're associated with more of like the 11th house of communication, friendships, and dreams. Because it's a fixed nature, it's unmoving, yet its air qualities prefer innovative, like an innovative lifestyle. With the Aquarius being an air sign and structured both with Saturn and Uranus, they also have a rebellious side which I absolutely have seen in every single one of my Aquarius. It's almost like I call it their their evil side, even though they're not evil, but just don't cross them because they got something in their back pocket and they're going to come at you. It's just who they are. They have a quirkiness to them, uh, which I think I gravitate more towards. They are water bearers, so it has highly a high empathetic system because they really are... They really do acknowledge your feelings, but they're also shielded by like a cold front. So it's really interesting how Aquarius is ruled because they literally love and and show compassion towards their friends and they'll go above and beyond for the people they love. But again, you get on their wrong side. They got like this cold area where don't cross them. They'll shut you out. They'll block you out. And I know that's kind of like a pattern in each zodiac sign. And that's true. Each zodiac sign has their individual quirkiness, but that's just how they protect themselves too from bad things. Their Aquarius can be collectively, um, can be better as a collective personality, but they're highly selective with personal relationships. No matter what, they shine as an individual, but when they have their small group, They keep it small because they just don't know who to trust and who to confide in. And I can absolutely share with you any of my Aquarius peeps. They have told me that through and through. 
This can be good and this can be bad because sometimes you guys shut off people who really have good intention to you, but you don't see it and you shut them off and then all, next thing you know, you got somebody really good out of your life. So just like every sign, it has its good and its bad. Finally, lastly, we have our Pisces from February 19th to March 20th. They end cap the Zodiac. They're immutable, feminine, water sign. They are also co-ruled. They have Jupiter and Neptune. And shockingly, like I followed in pattern, they are associated with the 12th house of your subconscious, hidden talents, weakness, self-undoing, things of that nature. The Pisces has the devil fish. That is a huge thing because it is a feminine water energy. So you do, again, have that loving, graceful nature. But you also have the other side of the fish because it's Jupiter and Neptune ruled. Just like everything, it can have goods and it can have bads. Pisces is the reminder to consider the known and the unknown. So again, that two-sided fish area of how everything goes. Because of Neptune, it also tends to delude them with like a dreamy confusion. Again, good and bad. Being in a dreamy state can show how well you're elevating your imagination. But if you're forever in the clouds, if you're forever up inside of there, hello, Pisces, can you come back down to earth, please? Like, can you come back down to realistic expectations? So again, it's one of those things where it's it's going to be both good and it's going to be both bad. But they are gifted with a psychic ability just like cancers and their intuition is huge. So if a Pisces comes up to you and they got intuition, listen to them because they really do have that gut feeling that's stronger than most signs. Cancers and Pisces are those people. Make sure to listen to them. So this is a little bit longer than I wanted it to be just because I went more into detail with quite a bit of things. However, this is really going to set us up for next week when I go over pretty much the mutable, cardinal, and fixed signs. If you guys, again, have any questions going forward, really diving into what each area means, please reach out. I have been enjoying so much of the conversations that are coming through keep them coming. I love that this is going further and deeper into astrology and zodiacs and all of the things because now we're really learning our true selves. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I look forward to chatting with y'all next. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday, like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.